Nice night for a walk, eh? <laughs> nice night for a walk. Wash day tomorrow. Nothing clean, right? <laughs> Nothing clean, right? Hey, I think this guy's a couple cans short of a six-pack. You're close. Give them to me, now. Fuck you, asshole! Popheads, welcome to issue 178 of the TomCast Popcast, coming to you from the Tom Cave. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please be sure to follow us on social media. We're at TomCast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. Please email the show, TomCastPopcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with your friends, family, loved ones, and even people you just want to make angry. We can do that too. It's all good. Welcome in. We have a fun new episode today. We're going to get into some pop culture news. Uh, It's sort of a hybrid show today. We're doing a little bit of a a solo show with just me. Uh, And then at the end of the podcast, we link up with our good friend Reagan to discuss uh, kind of like the bigger topics of the day, uh, which would would include uh, talking about episode three of Marvel's What If series, currently airing on Disney+. Plus. That's always a good show to talk about, a fun time to have. And Reagan joins me for a reaction to the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that dropped earlier this week after it was leaked online and Sony was just like, fuck it. Let's just put out the, the nice high-res looking one so everyone can enjoy it and they can break that download record that Avengers Endgame had. For the, what was it, the most, most watched video in 24 hours that previously was held by Avengers Endgame. These are the kind of important records that we keep track of nowadays in the world. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious and kind of awesome all at the same time. Uh, people are just so thirsty for that new content. Uh, everyone, it's staggering. If I had, if if I were smart enough to to have a podcast, um, well, <laughs> phrasing. If I were smart enough to know someone who could do a, it's like a, a, a psychology based episode of the show, I'd love to get into the the the, the whys and hows and what of this, this constant need for new content instead of instead of uh, uh, enjoying what we've got already and savoring what we have already and going back and maybe watching something more than once instead of just waiting for the next thing. It's very, uh, I don't know, very now, I guess, is the best way I can describe it. Uh, but we on the TomCast podcast are, are going to change things uh, in the month of September because we are turning back the clock a lot. We have a lot of... Um, you know, pop culture history we're going to explore as far as the cinema goes. And I'm really looking forward to, to dropping those episodes, releasing those for you all to listen to. And maybe maybe put you in a position where you're like, I do want to go back to 1984 and watch this movie. <laughs> or, or not. Or I could completely dissuade you and you'll be like, no, he's out of his effing mind. Get out of here, sucker. 
But that, that is for you to decide. So, yeah, let's get into it today. We have the show. Like I said, I'm going to save that conversation with Reagan about what if and the Spider-Man reaction uh, to the end of the episode. But the, we still have to do important things first. And that, like, like thanking the official members of Pophead Nation, which you can join at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. You can join the nation and gain access to the sweet bonus content. Thank you to our current Patreons, the Aspen Hill Judy, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Jeff is co-hosting The Ringing Ear. Please check them out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Praia Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California, coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland. I am currently enjoying a nice glass of their, of the, of their freshest batch of Smilex the IPA that they brewed uh, in honor, in tribute to Jack Nicholson's Joker from the 89 Batman film. It's the perfect beer for PopCast. So I, I try to get it whenever I can and keep it in the fridge for the show because it's, it's, it's kind of like the, the, the beer of the show, basically. Also, of course, thank you so much to the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops. This guy is awesome. His Instagram is fun. Be sure to check him out. Good, good stuff going on over there on his account if you like beers. Because, and I do, so I enjoy it. <laughs> All right, you know what that means. It's time. Let's get into it. Sit down. Buckle up. Hold on to your butts. And buckle up again. Let's go. Here's the thing. Roll me, baby. Your protection is based on the fact that people are scared of you. Just like they're scared of Mr. J. But I'm the one they should be scared of. Not you, not Mr. J. Because I'm Harley fucking Quinn. Woo! If that gunshot didn't wake you up, I don't know what will. But <laughs> so yeah, we that's a cue from... Uh, from the Birds of Prey movie, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, you might remember it. We did talk about it here on the podcast a few, gosh, months and months and months ago, I think. I feel like we talked about that right towards the beginning of the that whole pandemic thing that has not really ever gone away. And it was a movie that I thought had a lot of potential. It didn't hit on every single cylinder like I wanted it to. I think by and large I enjoyed it, but it is a flawed movie. But there are elements to it that are very, very enjoyable. One of those elements was uh, was Journey Smollett Bell as as, uh, as Black Canary. And now the word has come out that she is going to have her own movie in development from HBO Max uh, and being written and hopefully directed by Misha Green, who I think they work together on uh, Lovecraft Country, if memory serves correctly. So a Black Canary movie in development for HBO Max. That's very, very exciting news. And uh, recently... Mary Elizabeth Winstead was asked about the possibility of returning as Huntress in that movie. And she expressed an interest in that as well, talking about the, how much fun she, she had in working with Journey Smollett-Bell and, and bringing those characters to life. So what do you think? Should, should, the Black Wid- or, geez, should the Black Canary movie be a solo venture and maybe find new characters of the DC Universe? Or do you want to reconnect with some of these ones that you saw in the Black Canary... Or in the- <laughs> In the Birds of Prey movie. My goodness, I'm getting all my bees mixed up today. Very, very sorry about that. I thought this was intriguing news. Obviously, the, the Black Canary movie is... Uh, I'm very intrigued by it because uh, Journey Smollett-Bell has become one of my favorite actors over like, the last year or so. 
I liked her in this. She was one of the strongest elements of it. And I really liked her in Lovecraft Country. I thought she was fantastic. So I'd like to see more of what they have in mind for these characters and, and see what they could do. And and I think the Huntress was, was one of the characters uh, that if they were to put her into the Black Canary movie, uh, it might give her a little bit more of a chance to shine. Uh, because the, one of the things I think I, if I recall correctly, one of my critiques of the Birds of Prey movie was that not a lot of the characters got enough screen time to really stand out. I feel like maybe Hunters ended up with a bit more material on the floor. And I'd like to see more. That's a great, that's a great character from the comics. So I'd, li- I'd like to see that happen for her. And, and uh, you know, I, that, that opinion might elevate even more with with Mary with Mary's new movie because Kate is coming out on Netflix on September 10th and uh Winstead is that that movie looks really good. It looks like a fun fun time. I think Ray and I talked about Kate uh, a few weeks, few weeks back when we were when we were watching our movies on Netflix and and Amazon Prime. So I don't know. I'm very curious and if if I enjoy Kate half as much as I think I will, I might be really interested in the idea of of Mary Elizabeth Winstead coming back to the role of Huntress. That could be a lot, a lot of fun. Other exciting news in the world. Uh, listen, you might remember also, before the pandemic, there was supposed to be a prequel to the Kingsman movies called The King's Man. Well, they just dropped a new trailer, and it's pretty, pretty great. It's a red band trailer, so you know it's got the violence in there. It's got some language. It's got all the fun things that we want and and I was kind of I was kind of miffed that they were going back in time uh, for this movie you know to, to explore sort of like the dawn of the Kingsman if you will uh, but this trailer sells it to me better than the other ones had so far I really like this trailer by all means please check it out because I this is a movie that was that was grievously affected by the pandemic you know we were supposed to have gotten this movie a long long time ago. We're finally going to get it in the winter. I think it's coming out in November. Uh, it's, it's got it's got Ray Fiennes. It has Matthew Good. It has Daniel Bruhl, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and and uh, who else is in this? Dam- uh, Jamin Hensu's in this movie. Uh, Gemma Adderton is in this movie. It's a great cast. It's a really fun trailer. I definitely suggest checking it out. Oh, and uh, one of my favorites of all time, Charles Dance, is in this movie. So please uh, consider ta- consider taking a, a look at this trailer. Uh, if you are on the Patreon. I will probably be posting a link to this uh, before you even hear this episode. So hopefully you, you will have had a chance to watch this and uh, enjoy it as much as I did. Let's shift gears since we're kind of in the comic book universe. Well, you know what? Since we're going to talk about more comic book stuff in a minute, let's hold this story for one more second. It, very, very exciting news for me and Reagan. I don't know how the rest of the world feels, but it has been announced. It is official. We knew season four was coming later this year. But now it's been been announced. It's official. It's happening. Season 5 of Cobra Kai will be on Netflix. The story does not end at Season 4. They're doing at least one more. Cobra Kai never dies. I cannot express strongly enough to you how much I fucking love this show. I strongly urge people to watch it. I think the first two seasons are insanely fantastic. Insanely fantastic. They are so goddamn good. And the third season is real, real good, too. I don't quite have it uh, uh, as ingrained in my brain just yet. But with four coming up pretty soon, I will be re-watching the entire series. 
And yeah, I mean, this is a fantastic show. I loved 3. 3 has a couple hiccups here and there, but season 3 is still rock solid, really good. And and yeah, n- knowing that we don't have season 5 to look forward to, I think we can be really, really excited. I think we've, we've talked about it in the past, you know, how Cobra Kai debuted back in the day when YouTube was trying to get their own streaming channel kind of going. I think it was uh, YouTube Red, I think was the name of it. Uh, and Reagan was one of the people who had YouTube Red. He was like one of the four. And he got to watch it, and he was telling me to watch it. I thought he was out of his fucking mind. And I, there was no way I was going to sign up for YouTube Red anyways, so I didn't, I didn't care. You know, I was like, even, you know, I might have wanted to watch Cobra Kai out of, out of like a weird curiosity, but I wasn't going to sign up for YouTube Red. It just wasn't going to happen. It also sounds like a porn website. Just saying. So, <laughs> so eventually, you know, YouTube Red does not work out. Surprise, surprise. Does not work out. Cobra Kai makes its way to Netflix where it takes off and shakes the pop culture landscape back in 2020 when it debuts on Netflix. They dropped the first two seasons on in August. I think it was August of 2020. I had watched I've watched all of them in in like record time. I mean, for for me record time at least. I, you know, I can't sit there and watch, you know, 10, 20 episodes of a show in 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 2 days or anything like that. That's not me, but I watched all of it in less than a week, which for me is ridiculous. That's how much I love the show. And then the third season came out, crushed that, love that. So good, so happy by the end it just was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for more of this." And, and more's coming, because season four will be out later this year, but now we know five is going to be here too. And I'm really excited, and I cannot urge people, if you've, if you've been reluctant to check this out, if you don't think this show's for you, maybe it's not, but, but give it a try. Be, be open. Open your mind. Like, like Quato says to Quaid, open your mind. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> All right, let's get to some little comic book news. One piece of information from Marvel that seems to be making its way is that Marvel... And apparently, developing another uh, holiday special. And, you know, we know that James Gunn has, is, has already written the script, and they're probably going to be filming it sh- shortly for a, a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special for Christmas of 2022. Well, the word is out now that Marvel is reportedly developing a, a Werewolf by Night Halloween special for Disney Plus, and uh, that's really exciting stuff. Werewolf by Night is a really fun character, kind of pop, kind of a B C level character that popped up. In the you know '70s, when things were weird and comic books were kind of in a weird time, we're like, "Oh, yeah, nobody wants you know people don't want superheroes anymore. We got to do like weird supernatural sci-fi stuff, and 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 horror elements of comics like like Ghost Rider. This is how kind of Ghost Rider got his big comeuppance was in the '70s during this period of, of you know let, let's expand the scope of what Marvel comics are. And one of the characters that came out of it was Werewolf by Night. Now initially. The were- being a werewolf is a curse that can be passed on, so they have done that, and it's it's more recent iterations of the character have uh, focused more on uh, Native American folklore of the werewolf and and the Native American culture that's that is kind of, kind of tied to it in a, in a way. It sounds like that's the path they want to go for this series, and I'm all for it. I'd love to see what they have in mind. I think were- Werewolf by Night, like I said, is one of those Marvel concepts that's I think really really underrated. So I'd love to see what they have in mind for a Disney Plus uh, Halloween special starring Werewolf by Night. It could be a real hoot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I talk like a you know old-timey man. But what are you going to do? Sometimes I just feel like being an old-timey man. All right, so we're here to the, 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 the bulk of the show, the bulk of the conversation. 
We're going to turn it over to a, a conversation that I had with Reagan about What If, Episode 2, and the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch up with you all on the other side of that conversation. So sit back. Again, keep it. You know, hopefully you're buckled up and strapped in already. You know what to do for this podcast. Please stay prepared. All right? Do not get up during the middle of the ride. It's not safe. Not safe. All right. I'll see you all on the other side. Check it out. Once again, stepping in to fill the void. Our good friend Reagan from the CoSG Podcast is here to help us discuss all the latest and greatest things going on in pop culture. Reagan, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Greetings, programs. I like that. Way to turn it on. Way to turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very sleepy. I'm fine. <laughs> it's all right. It's going to be a fun show that way. We're going to keep you on your toes. we got hot questions for you. we got hoping to get some hot takes out of you. You're here for, for two big things. First up, let's talk about What If Episode 3, a sort of uh, Marvel murder mystery taking place in their new animated multiverse. Uh, and, and for I'm sure I will have said it before this point, but like spoilers, we're gonna talk about stuff. <laughs> so so get ready. If you haven't watched episode three, do it. Yeah, yeah, go watch it. What'd you think of this episode? What'd you think of the the setup of of the Avengers getting whacked before they can become the Avengers? I liked it. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I didn't have the same feelings as I did for last week's episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this is also a very good episode. Where your favorite Avengers are all murdered. <laughs> some in more interesting ways than others. Yeah, some pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, pretty quickly. Tony's uh, killed basically during Iron Man 2. <laughs> Thor mm-hmm. gets killed in the middle of his movie. <laughs> yeah. Clint, too. Clint gets killed like three hours into Thor. Yeah. The interesting part of the of the, the setup is that uh, basically it's Iron's Man, Iron Man's death in Iron Man 2 that kind of kicks everything off. When when uh, Nick Fury and Black Widow think they're going to help him with his with that poisoning that he's going through, I don't remember the yeah. exact name of it from Iron Man Two. Um, Not one of my favorite Iron Man movies. It's pretty good. <laughs> Palladium. Palladium. Palladium is a hard hard way to die. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and and so, uh, I guess I guess the big question I want to ask you: You like the episode, so that's good news. Yeah. But uh, uh, how how did it take you long to figure out? Who was the murderer, or did you did you come to that fairly quickly? Uh, when, once I thought it was Hope, and she was stuck small. Okay. And she was doing it all as as, as a tiny wasp, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't surprised that it was, you know, Pim. I guess. Yeah. Though I did think it, uh, at first they did sort of phrase it like, like it might have been like Janet was the one killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, there's a little misdirect there, I suppose, but, uh, uh, I'm not surprised by that, by that revelation. It was, I don't know. I kind of got to that when, when, uh, when Clint misfires the arrow. That was uh, like, okay. okay. I, okay. I know who's behind this whole thing. I think my, my problem with the episode was, cause I thought it was fine. Uh, but of the three thus far, it's probably the weakest in my opinion. Uh, and that's, that's because, well, I mean, <laughs> it just I don't know. I didn't think it was that compelling. They they cha- they had to change too many things, you know? Like hope's right. not dead in in our reality. You know, it's usually one thing happens to change everything else. And I guess I guess that's the one thing, but we don't know that until the end. So it's almost like unfair. <laughs> oh, I get I get what you're saying. I I could see that. I would have preferred they all died like, you know, in Avengers when they're doing the spin thing. Yeah. Like the the money shot. 
they all die right there. Like, the episode kicks off, and then you can go somewhere with it. Like, I, you can just kill them. And I was hoping it was, he was going to start building a new team, mm-hmm. like, right away with Loki. No. Well, I mean, he sort of has to build a team at the end because of Loki, because right. Loki does come yeah. to avenge his brother. But that quickly turns into, like, I'm just going to take over Earth because all your heroes are dead. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> and, of course, you get Tom Hiddleston back and, and – uh, uh, of Samuel Jackson. Sam Jackson's back. A lot of the a lot of the, ca- the cast is back. Michael Douglas is back as Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. You get Clark Clark Gregg, Frank Grillo, our hero from last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Renner, Ruffalo, yep. Jamie Alexander, who has like one line of dialogue, came back to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but good good on her. <laughs> yeah, I mean she's back in the universe now. Yeah, so so my gripe is sort of like this this episode sort of works backwards in in that we don't get to see what that real incident was that sort of sparks everything, which is the death of Hope. Hope Pym. Yeah. And so we don't get to see Hank go crazy. Now, Hank going crazy is on brand for the comics. We've not seen that in the MCU yet. But so I kind of like that part of it. Yeah. But I, I was... I've heard he's had a checkered past. Checkered is a good way to put that. It's a, it's a light light way to put it. Yeah, I thought it was Slapping interesting. Slapping of certain characters is what I've heard. <laughs> I'm going to fast forward a little bit to the to the big uh, climactic ending. The What, what, what we believe is Nick Fury versus Hank Pym. Um, right. But it's actually Loki. Spoilers. Yeah. Were you surprised by that? Or were you like, wow, Loki, like Nick Fury's got really better reflexes than I gave him credit for? No, as soon as he swaps, <laughs> you know, f- flicks him out of the air, I was like, nope, that's not Nick Fury. That's not Nick Fury. <laughs> I was like, there's no way Nick Fury has better reflexes than the Black Widow. Yeah, I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I was like, it's got to be Loki at this point. And then all the, z- the zipping around and but it's a fun sequence. I'm not. Oh, it's it's, it's really that. fun with all the Nick Furies, the laughing. Yeah, and after he after he does do that one flip, I, like Hank did have a really good response. Is like, you know, didn't think yeah. he'd be that spry. <laughs> uh, when Loki shows up for vengeance against the war, I was like, this is awesome. Right. Like Odin, did Odin send them? Yeah, they're never really clear about that. I'm assuming yeah. yes, but yeah, I'm, I'm assuming yes as well. I imagine Odin's quite pissed off. Yeah, excuse me. I was taking a drink of water there. Um, yeah, I believe I believe you're right. But at that point too, you also would wonder if like Odin wouldn't be a little more. Oh well, you know what? Actually, maybe Odin doesn't care since people in Midgard killed his son. Maybe he doesn't care if Loki takes over Midgard. Maybe because all right in the timeline, they've had this falling out. Mm-hmm. He's banished lore or lore. Lore. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just sneak a Star Trek Next Gen reference in there clearly, real quick. Clearly. But he's banished the lore. So I I guess he'd be mad. <laughs> I know like I know they, they had a falling out, but he knew you know, he'd hoped Thor would mature and come back and now he won't get that chance to actually be the leader he envisioned him being. I need to ask you a question. Because yeah. I, I couldn't remember off the top of my head. I suspect they made this up for the episode, but I haven't watched the first Thor in a little while. Do they spend that much time talking about how good his hair looks? No, they were because that that shit was I mean, funny. <laughs> Darcy talks about how handsome he is. Yeah, but like, but but having Clark Gregg do it, having Hawkeye do no, it. No, I I, funny. I got it though. <laughs> that when they're smelling his dead body, <laughs> he smells like lavender. <laughs> yeah, for a long time, I was like, this is weird. It's like what if a pirate and an angel had a baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some entertaining stuff in the episode. It doesn't quite all 
uh, mesh the way it did, maybe you know, maybe last week. But I, I'm, I still think the episode's enjoyable. It's fun. I like that there was a bit of a murder mystery, but because it is kind of contained to the M- MCU, it was, uh, you know, you're kind of like, I don't know, you have a small pool of characters to pick from who are who ha- have the ability to go around and kill these characters. Right. And that's I didn't know if it was like Hydra. Mm-hmm. Who had seen, found out about the initiative, and we're like, "Oh, we're going to put an end to this. This is not going to end well for us." So I, I sort of let my mind get a little excited when I first read like the little episode description on on Disney Plus, and I was like, "Oh man, wouldn't this be fun if like this episode was like Frank Castle brainwashed by Hydra, and just going around yes. and killing oh. the soups before they can get started?" That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. I mean, awful for all our heroes. <laughs> But I, I'm guessing that's just not the way they want to bring the Punisher into the MCU. So would they bring um, Shane? Uh, what's his real life name? You know who I'm talking about, but from Walking Dead, that Shane? Yeah, Shane who as played the, the Punisher. As the voice? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if you're gonna do that, like, why not? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the next thing we're gonna talk about, they, there, there are already rumors that a certain something from the Netflix shows might show up in that movie. So we'll have to talk about that. Ooh, Daredevil. Maybe. I don't want to jump ahead. <laughs> he's always the one rumored to be showing up. I know. Up. I know. And it's, it's, I mean, mostly he's saying it. I don't know who's rumored to show up more in, in stuff. Charlie Cox is Daredevil or Mephisto in anything? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Cox. That's been going on since like season two of Daredevil. Oh my goodness Mephisto has just been like two years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and any, any other thoughts about this episode? I know we didn't talk much about the Black Widow's role mm-hmm. in it, but I did think it was pretty interesting her kind of getting framed and then having to go out on her own bringing in betty ross who we haven't seen since like the last hulk movie 10, yeah the last years hulk ago movie. or whatever it was uh, i i enjoyed that i enjoyed seeing ross again mm-hmm. uh hulk stuff was cool like i, I enjoy mark ruffalo's version of bruce banner very a much lot so. very much so. I, mean, I don't think i'm on an island with that <laughs> that <laughs> hot take yeah. there <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know Marvel's been kind of 50-50 on him. Yeah. <laughs> but th- this episode I thought was fun. It It's hard to top what they did last week. I think my favorite shot was when uh, there's like that driving sequence when they're going across the desert and you see Uato, you know, the watcher in the, back- yeah. in the background in the sky. And his eyes are moving. Yeah. And I was just like, that's a <laughs> cool looking sh- scene like, right there. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's really cool. That's like kind of like out of the comic books, you know, where you see the watcher actually watching. Very good episode. I see it's getting panned a lot. People are like, it's not as good. Yeah. Like and I said, like, I don't okay. think it's as good. It doesn't mean it's not enjoyable in some way. Right. And I, I don't get people sometimes where it, it's still fun. Yeah. We got all these voice characters to come back. Yeah. I was very surprised. I'm always surprised. <laughs> I know I've heard a lot of these people are coming back. Still surprised that they're coming back for this cartoon. <laughs> no, I agree. Though apparently, like Batista came out and said he wasn't even asked to come back for last week's episode, which I thought was interesting. Oh. Weird. Like when Lake Lake Bell does Scarlet in this. Yeah, yeah, she's Black Widow in this. Yeah, and so like when I was first listening, I was like, "There's no way she Scarlett Johansson did the voice for this." So I was like, "I wonder who that is." And then I read it was Lake Bell. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that's a good choice. She does very well. Yeah, I was super curious because obviously, I mean, if Scarlet had provided her voice for this, it, 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 I guess I wouldn't be like have been shocked, but it would have been weirdly timed considering her lawsuit yeah. with Disney uh-huh. and everything going on. Like, hmm, okay. 
and of course we got we got you know it, it wasn't Robert Downey as Iron Man. Big surprise. Yeah. Uh, uh, who else wasn't it? Wasn't the same. Betty, new Betty Ross, new General Ross, and uh, uh, surprisingly Carol Danvers was different. No, uh, no that's, more, a, that's no what I was going to ask you. I was like, was Cap different? Yeah, uh, an actress uh, Alexander Daniels uh, stepped in to do the voice for that. That little ca- like that's borderline cameo at that point. Yeah. All right. I mean, how bad do you want to see the next step in these episodes when they end? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's always the fun part about the comics is, is like, oh, man, I, sometimes I wish I knew what was next. And sometimes I don't think they ever really did like they weren't always maybe on a handful of occasions. I, sh- I shouldn't say never or always because I never, you know, I don't I can't I can't live in definites. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they would rarely revisit something and then kind of extrapolate, you know, expand on it any further. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I just think it would be fun to see another, you know, a, a part B, if you will, to yeah. each of these episodes. Well, especially now that like Loki's basically taken over with no battle at all. And, right. and Fury's trying to assemble this team. And we see him earlier in the episode, you know, hold the pager for Captain Marvel at one point, thinking he's going to use it. Yeah, and we think he's he's like no no he throws it back in the glove box and he uses it obviously at the end when he's gonna have Captain Marvel and he finds Cap. So, so yeah, I mean a sequel seems to be you know it seems to blend itself for this episode, but I don't know. I guess I'd be surprised if they were to expand on it further, but who knows? Yeah, but I mean all of them have ended on those like cliffhanger Yeah, you know ego last week, Peggy Carter coming out of the the squid portal. Yeah. But that's always kind of, oh, that's always kind that, of fun of the the thing is like oh the the story goes on, right? I know I want to see the story go you know, on. I'm just saying like it's not just likely. one more episode. It's, it's just not likely. That's all I'm saying. I know it's sad. <laughs> I want the whole second half of the season to be finishing the first half of the season. <laughs> well, I have no idea what's in store for episode four, but I'm sure they didn't release anything or I mean not that I've seen, but I haven't gone exactly scouring the internet for for that stuff. I, I kind of like being surprised at this point. Yeah, yeah, I, I I also find it fun. Yeah, it's just like you know we live in such a you know spoiler give me now give me now what's next culture mm-hmm. that it's like it's just kind of nice to wait. That's, I agree. I'm I'm done with internet spoilers and yeah. I mean it, it's it's kind of like the one perk of not being able to binge all the episodes. Right. It's like as much as I want to, I do kind of like them being doled out to me and, and I, me having to anticipate what's coming. It's, it's nice. It's for things like this, I don't mind waiting a week. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, we're getting to Walking Dead real quick. <laughs> really wanted to watch another episode or have it keep going. Okay, I, that should have been a two hour premiere. Well, you know what? If some those of us who have AMC Plus got to watch it already, it, it's, I could have got that. And I'm like, I'm not getting extra streaming services. I know. I know we know and, your stance. <laughs> Mine just happens to still be on, so I'm just taking advantage oh, okay. of the fact that I forgot to turn it off. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> it, it it sits there in my little YouTube TV queue, and it's like you could click on this if you give us money, and I don't want to give them any more money. <laughs> well, we do have to talk about. We also wanted to talk about you and I, uh, the, the the trailer that sent the internet into a, a, a frothing fervor of excitement, and that would of course be Spider Man No Way Home. The next installment of Tom Holland as Spider-Man coming out in December. It's right around the corner. It's shockingly close. Very close. And we got, we got, we got, they gave us a taste. The first taste is free, Reagan, and then you got to go pay that cinema price. Yeah. And I will pay it gladly. Fork over all the cash. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That one's gonna be a hard one to wait around and be like, hmm. I bet there's no one in the theater right now. 
<laughs> I'm I'm going first show I can get to and just rub Purell all over my body <laughs> throughout the movie. I'm going in the the Walter White, you know, biological warfare suit. <laughs> I'm going to be dual wielding Lysol spray. <laughs> and hand sanitizer and like a super soaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just if you come near me, I'm going to soak your face. <laughs> I love it. What was your reaction to the trailer? How pumped were you? How excited were you? Did you spend uh, countless hours of your life going through the minutia of every frame of the trailer? I I've, I might have watched this trailer three or four times. Sure, there's a lot. There's a lot to but, to, to see in there. A, yeah, yeah it, it's I love Tom Holland's as as Peter Parker, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Strange is really really into Doctor Strange now, <laughs> and I, I love how like he's this like bad influence mentor. I that's so we 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 do have to talk about Strange. We'll get to Strange, but go ahead, keep talking about your thoughts. I, it, it's <laughs> He basically gets told in this trailer, don't cast this spell. Bad things will happen. He's like, oh, I won't. Wink. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I mean, now, does, the, when does he ever listen to Wong? Come on. Maybe you should start listening to Wong once in a while. <laughs> Wong apparently on his way to go fight uh, the Abomination in Shang-Chi. Oh, how cool would that be? But in the comics, that one I know of one. I haven't read it. That Spider-Man pay or does something for Mephisto. Okay, yeah. To make so, the world to forget, or is it? He he wants the world to, or basically the same thing, right? Well, it's a little different. Um, it's it's uh, you're referring to the the one more day storyline. This is after Marvel Comics' Civil War, uh, in which Peter has exposed his identity to the world and has put everyone he knows and loves in uh, in, in insane amounts of danger. Uh, sure. Aunt May has been shot. She's on the on the verge. She's about to expire. Peter She's old. can't. She's let, had a good life. Peter can't let go. So he uh, he goes he goes seeking answers from all of his hero friends first. He goes to Reed Richards and Tony Stark and and Doctor Strange and none of them can help. You know, it's like they all say the sort of thing like when, when the time's up, your time's up, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he is uh, lured into a dark, scary alley by Mephisto. And and a deal is struck, but not for Peter's soul. It is for for the for the marriage of Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson. So they they, they and they have like twenty four hours to decide. So they go home and they decide that it's worth giving up their marriage to save Aunt May's life. Isn't Aunt May like ninety seven years I, old I'm, at this point? I, listen, I mean, life is is precious. Oh, no, that that chestnut. I, 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 I let's hated, get real people. I hated this story so much, but <laughs> Marvel was hell bent on on getting Peter out of his marriage. They wanted to get Peter some strange. They were having their own little midlife, and they're like, you know, it'd be great if Peter Parker got a lot of pussy. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe in one sense, but that it, that's that's sort of a moment to me as a comic book reader, where we where I think a lot of us, maybe at least in my age bracket, began to realize is like, oh, these are no longer characters that we get to grow up with. This is intellectual property that these companies have to market forever. Right. And so Peter Parker and none of these characters can ever get married now, or else it'll be. It'll, and if they do, it'll be quickly forgotten or whatever. And, and marriage isn't what I mean necessarily because. The Fantastic Four are obviously defined by their marriage. But, sure, sure. But any big life-altering changes to these characters are never going to be permanent. And that's so unfortunate. In the, in the comics, does Steve Rogers ever marry? No. Hmm. 
Yeah, confirmed he, bachelor. Steve is permanently sad. Let's put it that way. He can't. He can't make anything work. For well, I mean, all his friends are dead. <laughs> well, he has that thing with Sharon in the comics, but that's more complicated because yeah. she's a spy too, and also like the granddaughter of the love of his life. So it's, mm-hmm. it's awkward. Can't keep it in your pants. Keep it in the family. Well, right? at, at one point, she killed him. It's a whole. It's so complicated. Mm. I mean, who hasn't? <laughs> But yeah, so so there's echoes of that storyline in okay. this, and then uh, down the road, because what came out of that storyline was they woke up one day and their lives are completely different, and everything's different for, in Peter's life uh, because of not getting married to to Mary Jane X amount of time ago. So Peter's sort of like this messy single dude, but also no one seems to remember that he's Spider-Man anymore. And it took him a couple of years to figure that out, but apparently Strange did something for him, Doctor Strange. I you kept saying mm-hmm. Strange earlier. I'm not that not that Strange. Doctor Strange yeah. <laughs> worked out. I'm a sure spell. Strange did something for him. Yeah, too. worked out a spell to help people forget that part of of his problems. So okay. yeah, they're they're okay. kind of plunging into some some uh, more recent Spider-Man lore, and uh, they're you know it it's it's Spider-Man's not the only comic or not the only superhero who's had this identity problem uh, where where they have to go to like an all powerful character to have it you know ask him to, to reverse. Yeah, it for take him. it back. Yeah, because that, that the Flash has done that before. And, doesn't the Flash just like run on, run on his little treadmill and turn back time? Uh, this is the Wally West Flash who doesn't have a treadmill of his own. He How does he turn back time? He has to just talk to gods? No, he just talks to Cher. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, it's way better. <laughs> does it work? <laughs> Not, Not all the time. time. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> no, uh, uh, well, because... Uh, that's gonna be, we're going to go down a whole road. But because... Because back in the day, the, the Wally was the more powerful Flash and he could go back in time sort of kind of if he ran hard enough and fast enough and did it the right way. I mean, that seems to be what I know about the flash. If you want to do something, you just need to run a little faster than you've ever run before. <laughs> that, that, you can make it happen. And I, that's not to say that the cosmic travel treadmill is not part of, of Wally's path as well. Cause it is, but you know, <laughs> Wally had, Wally had it going on back in the day yeah. before they decided to neuter him and bring uh, Barry back. Just took him out of the knees. They ruined Wally, but that's a whole different podcast. They but, ruined Wally on the show too. So. <laughs> but I actually I was surprised by that aspect of the trailer that they were. I was like, oh wow, they're really leaning into this. His identity's out there. Everyone knows. He's questioned by the police. He goes to school and everyone's taking pictures of him. And so like I was when, like, oh wow, they're really going in for this. When he's questioned by the police, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doesn't he have Stark Industry lawyers all over the place? Like I don't <laughs> think the cops would get that close to him. I mean, maybe he turns himself in. He, without his lawyer? That's dumb, Peter. That's, he's never saw Law and Order, I guess. I, I guess. And I'm just saying, I imagine Stark had, had really good lawyers on retainer. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Peter's being a little naive and thinking like, well, I, I, I didn't. I'm not the bad guy. I'm the good guy here if I just explain this. Yeah, but you don't think Happy or May was like, if he did turn himself in, you don't think either one of them were like, oh, you should definitely bring a lawyer. I'll send this guy over. It's like maybe we should watch the movie. And see I know. Well, if they would put it in my house <laughs> right now, I would stop doing this podcast immediately <laughs> and I'd go watch it. I understand. I understand. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited. I was uh, like many people. I was pretty stoked on the trailer. I've watched it several times. One of the one of the conversations that sprung out from this thing, like we talked about at the beginning, Doctor Strange. A lot of people putting out there that maybe that Doctor Strange we see at the beginning, you know, with his uh, uh, in, in, in the uh, the same the same this, the, the sanctum, sanctum, sanctorum, sanctorum. Yeah. you know, covered in snow and him in, in sweatpants and everything. 
um, isn't really Doctor Strange. Are you? Do you buy that theory at all? That there's some kind of imposter, well, perhaps a scroll, something along those lines. That's all getting thrown around now already. Anyways. All right, can scrolls use the magic? I don't think so. That was my kind no, of problem with the theory. I, I'm not really familiar with like Strange's comics. I've seen him in a couple movies. That's my knowledge. Is there someone in his general area that's like a shape shifting wizard guy? There, there are some evil uh, villain, like wizardly people that we could see and play in this that flick. Could shape shift into strange and yeah. just want to fuck around. Yeah, like something you know has gone wrong for part of the movie. I mean, obviously, strange is a big part of the flick. Maybe there's a whole subplot going on there. Uh, or I don't know. I could also just see like strange is kind of being that arrogant. Yeah, he just I, I think he just thinks he can just do the spell and it's not a big deal. Yeah, that's kind of my thought on it too. I, I think people are maybe he is like the this. wizard supreme or whatever, the sorcerer supreme. Yeah, <laughs> but people are like, oh, he's wearing sweatpants. He'd never wear sweatpants. I'm like, how do you know he never wore sweatpants? Why can't he wear sweatpants? Do you see how much snow's left? He's got bigger problems than wearing sweatpants in his own house. Yeah, by the I way, mean, his house is full of snow. We don't even know what happened. Nothing good. <laughs> nothing nothing good. He nothing didn't do good. that on purpose, I'm sure. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like I said, that theory's out there. I wanted to, to roll it past you. Maybe something's going on, but maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Take, takes a lot, take a lot of grains of salt with, with those rumors. But people are, yeah. Like, they're spending a lot of time breaking all of this down, and it's yeah. a little nutty. Well, I've heard that people are fighting... Over, like, you see the, the Green Goblin bomb. Yes, the pumpkin bomb. And then and then you hear a laugh. Yeah. And people are fighting over whether it's Defoe or Franco laughing. I know. And I was like, it's Defoe. The other guy's got a whole situation going on. As <laughs> on my podcast, he'd be classified as, yo boy. <laughs> That's very, very no, true. No, <laughs> no. and... I mean, can't we just, like, have fun when we watch this movie? We get some surprises? I mean, everyone's already, like, done all the freeze frames and decided that everything means that the Sinister Six is coming. <laughs> and, I mean, they're definitely strongly in- hinting at it. You know, the one there's the one shot that looks like it's the lizard coming at him. There's another shot of what looks like a dirt storm, but it could be a sandstorm, so maybe Sandman could shows be. up. Obviously, we see some lightning, so that must be Electro. Le- Electro has been rumored, yeah. and I think also yeah, confirmed. I think Jamie Foxx has said so, uh, yeah. he's in this movie. Yeah, and then obviously Alfred Molina makes the big appearance. But th- again, that was something that was spoiled months and months ago. Months ago. But it was when you see the tentacle come up. It's and like, awesome. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it, was, it was hard for me not to, not to kind of be like, hey, it's the greatest Marvel villain that's been on silver screen yet. Because I love mm, that Doc Whiplash. Ock. <laughs> yeah, he beats Whiplash, trust me. Whiplash, pretty good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> People are so hard on that movie. Oh, for the sake of argument, I would say one of the best. One of the best. One of my he's, favorites. He's one of the good. Yeah, one he's of my good. favorites for he's sure. Good. I love Spider Man too. I don't we've talked I know we've talked about it off and on, on the on the podcast. We haven't dived into yeah. into the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies, but Spider Man two is awesome. It is, but then Spider-Man 3 is a thing. But not a thing we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you could try and pretend it never happened. Right, and then now, so you got those flashes of some of those other characters' powers, and so everyone's like, oh, the Sinister Six is happening, and now it's a guessing game on who's going to be the sixth member. Is it, Are they going to bring back Michael Keaton's Vulture? Uh, they should. 
is Rhino going to come back from the Amazing Spider-Man two? And then bring him into this. Well, they brought Electro back already. Yeah. Uh, they also introduced they uh, in the in Homecoming they introduced uh, Scorpion, right? He never had the tail or anything like that, but the guy who becomes Scorpion is introduced. Who booking Woodbine? No, he no, was. He was a. Uh, he was a uh, shock, shocker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who's the Scorpion? Uh, he's on the boat scene. It's a. Uh, oh, Max, that guy. Max that, that, I know exactly who, yeah. that actor who's like a villain in everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't think of what his name is right. On, I know exactly. Uh, okay. He's on Better Call Saul. Yes. Yeah. And I. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but he, okay. play, he plays Mac, Ma, uh, Matt Gargan in in that. Okay, so that guy's a scorpion. So he's a scorpion, and he's in jail with the vulture. So there's yeah, at the end. Yeah, but I, you know, I don't know. I mean, now we've also heard that the, they're doing that Craven the Hunter movie. So maybe they're gonna bring Craven into this. I have no idea. I don't think they're gonna introduce Craven in this. No, they're gonna wait for Morbius, so they can make us go see Morbius. <laughs> I mean, Michael Keaton is the vulture in Morbius. I know, apparently. <laughs> so why can't he come back for you know twenty minutes in this movie? Hey. And for because isn't the vulture like the guy who puts the Sinister Six together? Uh, isn't that how they were trying to set it up in the Amazing Spider-Man universe with Electro? I don't know the Amazing Spider-Man movie universe as well because I don't like those movies. They're not good. But there's a scene where you know Green Goblin's walking by like the jetpack for the vulture and. I do vaguely remember that, but there, I, there was like a big like teaser of him walking yeah. through this room. Well, no, and, and Sony's been talking about doing a Sinister Six movie for a few years now. Yeah, yeah. What would you think? Now, again, this is like odds of happening are almost nil. Tom Hardy's Venom shows up. I would love it. <laughs> when does Venom Two come out? Soon, I think. Yeah, but it's before December. Like it will yeah. already be out. Yeah, I would not be surprised if he shows up at some point. Yeah, me neither. And he's like, "I'm gonna eat your brain, Spider-Man," and I'm gonna f- freak out. I'm gonna throw my popcorn. You should take. And my wife is gonna get furious at me. It's expensive popcorn, Reagan. It is, but it'll be <laughs> worth it if that happens. Do you have your little Venom action figure in your pocket? You can make say that. Yeah, of course. I'll, I'll buy one off of eBay before I go. Nice. And then if it doesn't happen, we riot. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's shit. <laughs> Garbage. The one thing I wanted to happen didn't happen. Now I'm going to go review bomb it. <laughs> Don't be that guy, Reagan. I will. <laughs> I mean, they fucking brought Rhino back. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. <laughs> you know, if they bring back Rhino, but in like a really cool way, I'd love it. If they bring back... Uh, Willem Dafoe's Goblin, but with like the actual Goblin mask, I'd love. Yeah, him. that's what I would love the most. I don't need that. I don't I'm need excited that to see Willem Dafoe do it again. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. When it, when that pumpkin bomb hit on the on the on the trailer, I just was like, "What?" <laughs> I saw it. and I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna make like Ned Green Goblin in this universe?" And I was like, "Don't do that. Don't make it Ned. Don't make it Ned." <laughs> I mean, anything could happen. I mean, obviously, and obviously, we're 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 spiraling towards the multiverse of madness. A lot of great visual effects stuff that we so, kind of saw in the first Doctor Strange movie, mm-hmm. but a lot of things that were sort of reminiscent of like Inception going on too. Like this is uh this is the one that's gonna really kick it all off, right? Yeah, it looks fantastic. It looks so freaking enjoyable. So much cool stuff. I mean, and even if the strange we see at the beginning isn't strange, which to me doesn't make sense, the strange that we're seeing on the train doing all the stuff. 
That's badass. That's yeah, that's <laughs> that's strange. Couldn't Doctor Strange make Peter look like somebody else to everybody else? That so he like, could pretend to be another person. That sounds like a complicated sort More of than making everybody forget. What do they call those? Like a, a glamour spell, I think? I yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think of the the way that first of all, if I'm strange, like does Peter need to be in the room while I'm doing the spell? Because I feel like Peter just can't stay quiet a lot of times. And Maybe strange you know that. His hair or something. <laughs> right. You need hair for a lot of spells. And shouldn't Peter know you like you don't interrupt the sorcerer? <laughs> Well, Peter had genuine concerns, and I felt they should have been being listened to. Well, Peter should have also had, like, a giant, like, FAQ ready to, you know, like, these are the things we got to talk about first before you're just like, winky face, I'm going to do this spell. He's a high school student. (laughs) Not known for planning shit out. True. True, true, true. Strange should have taken a beat and been like, I want you to think about this. Or just said, like, everyone's going to forget your Spider-Man in the entire world. And then he would have thought about it for two seconds. I don't know what it was, and maybe just because, like, my brain is broken. But I'm watching that, that part of the trailer play out, and all I'm thinking of is Ash from Army of Darkness and doing the spells <laughs> wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, luckily Peter didn't have to say the words, or else I could have gone to gone to heck. I can't wait for Bruce Campbell to show up in this movie. It's like a rude Mater D. <laughs> Does let me ask you this question again? We have no basis for this. Any, I just want your opinion or your mm-hmm. wish list. Do we get Scarlet Witch in this movie, or no. do they? Yeah, okay, I figured. I, feel I like think they're, they're saving, saving her that. for Doctor Strange too. That's what I feel like too. Once, once, the, once the you know multiverse breaks into a thousand more pieces in this movie, right? And we we've just seen her, and you know, in, in WandaVision. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're wondering what she's doing. Well, I mean, there are all those rumors that that magic floating shadow that has shown up in the, in the final scene is Doctor Strange spying on her from the astral plane. <laughs> As he should be. There should be a book of Marvel conspiracy theories. <laughs> it, it'd be a fantastic book. But also, Doctor Strange should be spying a lot more because oh, she be. built an entire world on his watch. Again, we talked about this, I think, before. I Probably. really should have been a bit more clued into what the hell was going on with her hex powers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Conversation. He's, he's a busy guy. Convers- he's a busy guy. He's making snow in his house. He's, he had a snowmaker yeah. exploding in his living room. It's a whole thing. He probably S- just wanted snow cones. Snow cones for the that kids. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited. You're excited. The world's excited. We have, what, four more months of people speculating wildly on, on the internet about this? Yeah. Can't wait. I mean, I might not watch the other trailers that come out because I don't want to know anymore. Uh, you may not have a choice, though. I mean, once you go see Eternals in November, you may... Yeah, that's, I'll watch that trip, but, like, I'm not going to go search for Easter egg videos and stuff on YouTube about oh, it. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. I, I try to draw the line. Like, I'll watch the trailer, and even the trailers are sometimes too much nowadays. Yeah. So I definitely... Well, I, I feel the first one is never too much. But usually by, like, the third TV trailer... Mm-hmm. They're basically laying the movie out for you. Well, and Marvel's gotten good at, 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 at like button hooking people in some of these trailers. Yeah. You know, like like the Endgame trailer had a ton of misdirects in it, which I loved. Yeah. But then again, that can blow up in your face too if you're doing Rogue One and people are flipping out about something because it wasn't in the movie. It's like things change, man. What are you gonna do? Hey, man, they wanted that Tie Fighter in that movie they real that bad. Tie Fighter so bad in that movie. <laughs> so I mean, did it look cool in the trailer? Absolutely. Did I think about it for one second while I was watching that movie? No. 
<laughs> Movies change. You ever heard of the deleted scenes? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Anyways, any more, any more uh, thoughts you want to get out of, of uh, your your body before? Uh, I did. I mean, it's not about Spider-Man. That looks great. I did watch the first two episodes of Titans this nope. week. <laughs> Thumbs Ooh. up, yay or nay? So good. Oh, okay. So good. I'm getting conflicting reports on the new season, and I'm not caught up enough yet I'm, to talk I'm about only it. two in, so okay. like not a lot's happened. Red Hood's there, and I'm a little confused at what Red Hood wants. Well, if it's Jason Todd, Red Hood's probably confused about what Red Hood wants. Yeah, it might be <laughs> someone got you know went somewhere they shouldn't have gone and you know ran to a guy with a crowbar why do good things you know? happen to bad people oh wait I, I had that backwards oh wait no i'm not it's jason todd i said it right yeah. the first time yeah i was like is the joker a good guy in this scenario i i said it before i'll say it again i don't like jason todd <laughs> the crowbar was his final destination and i don't like that they've changed it <laughs> Well, let's see. I'm only two in, uh, and I'll I'll get there, and, and I'll I'll try to have a uh, a fair and unbiased opinion. Winky face. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan, thanks for hanging out and and talking about these two epic Marvel things that are occurring in the world. No I'm problem. Sh- I'm sure we'll have to have you come back on for more. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be back on. <laughs> Plug the show. Oh, yeah, uh, you can follow us at CoSGPod on Instagram and Twitter, at CoSGPod.com for, you know, all our random weird stuff. Love it. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. All right, man. <laughs> Boosh! So, Peter. To what do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay, Stephen. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. Woo-hoo, right? What a good time that was. I hope you all had a blast with that conversation between Reagan and I about What If Episode 3 and the new Spider-Man trailer that I think we've all lost our minds to. So I'm really, really excited about that. Really pumped up for the continuation of What If. I want to see what's next on that, and obviously for Spider-Man. And listen, I'm you know, I've, I've kind of been keeping everyone aware of... The 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 fluctuate the fluctuating mindset that I have about going returning to the movie theaters, and I think I have hyped myself up enough that I will venture out to a movie theater very soon, so that I can go see Shang Chi in the movie theaters. I'm nervous, but I'm also excited. I will be masked up the entire time. That's just going to be the way it is. That's going to be the only way that I'm comfortable there. doesn't matter if there's no one within 20 feet of me. I will still have it on. Uh, the idea of the enclosed being inside, potentially with, with others, potentially many others, nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking. Not comfortable with it at all. But yeah, let's, let's, just, let's, let's be honest. I've put myself in a position where uh, the show sort of relies on me not being a total shut-in. <laughs> I I have to venture out into the world so so I can get the content to to make the podcast. So yes, I will venture out into the world, into a movie cinema. I think I figured out what location I'm going to. Remote, remote, like like Obi Wan Kenobi, remote out in the desert, out beyond the dune seas. That's that's what we're talking about here as far as where I'm going to see this movie at, with in the hopes of staying kind of off the radar 
Uh, and if you're if you're here in town and you know what theater I'm talking about already, cheers to you. Maybe maybe I'll see you there from 40 feet away. And let's keep it that. Do not do not come within 40 feet of me. I swear to God. And don't even make eye contact. Let's be honest. We don't know. We don't know enough information about the virus. <laughs> don't make eye contact. Look down at all times. All right, I'm being ridiculous. If you see me out in the world, of course you can say hi. Good Lord. All right. <laughs> we got to get out of here, though. I hope you found this news-based episode to be fun and exciting, full of good information, good humor, and good times, because that's what I want it to be about. And, yeah, I, I can't wait to do it again. We Again, we have so many shows coming up. Uh, the plan is... You'll, you'll get this on Monday, and then sometime between, hopefully, hopefully by the end of the week, but possibly the holiday weekend. Again, we're, we're, you know, Labor Day is coming up, so there won't be a show released on Monday, but hopefully on Tuesday I'll have a new episode out, and it will contain a Shang-Chi review. So I'm very hopeful, very optimistic that that scenario still plays out the way I want it to, and that will be the next episode you listen to. Uh, it may be spoiler-friendly, it may not. I, I, I'm not, on, not 100% sure how I'm going to do that episode just yet. Let me let me make sure I get to the theater first, and then we'll then we'll solve it. Uh, and then in the rest of September, I will I will actually be away uh, from San Diego, but I have a bevy of episodes ready to go, locked and loaded, for your enjoyment, for your consumption, and that's the plan. I'm going to be releasing those throughout the month uh, to keep everyone uh, hopefully entertained. That's the plan, right? Keep everyone entertained and 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 uh, thinking about again, like we talked about at the beginning. It's it's we're, we're during the month of September. We're kind of diving back and exploring some of the fun avenues of pop culture history, some of the fun movies of pop culture history, and I can't wait for you to go on that ride with me. It's going to be really really exciting. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Tomcast Podcast. My name is Tom, and uh, hey. Give us a follow on social media, at TomCastPopCast on Twitter and Instagram. Please email the show, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. Yeah, it's like 2002 over here. We have a Facebook page. Please check it out. In lieu of a website, we have a Facebook page. Give us a like. There is content on there, I, I promise. <laughs> and hopefully it makes your day. If you're, if you're at work, if you're in an office environment, and you, you queue up Facebook to see what your friends are up to, yeah, there's some stuff on there. So it'll refresh and you'll see some stuff. It's it's a good time. Uh, please, by all means, uh, like, subscribe, share this podcast on whatever platform it is that you listen to. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Audible, Amazon, and so many, many more. And if you're on Apple Podcasts and you can take the time, five-star reviews. A great way to help this podcast. Spread the word about what we're doing. And, and we thank you in advance for doing so. I want to thank, once again, the official members of Poppin' Nation, which you can join at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. You can join the nation, gain access to the all the sweet bonus content. Thank you to our current Patreons, the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail, Jeff, co-hosting The Ringoneer, a great music podcast. Please check them out. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pride Brewing Company right here in San Diego, coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland. And of course, the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops. Thank you all so much for being the official members of Pophead Nation, making sure this show gets better with every episode that we do, even if it's in, in tiny, tiny increments. We're getting better every week, and it's because of 
amazing listeners like yourselves. So thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. I can't wait to check in with all of you again really, really soon. Hopefully, Shang-Chi. We'll see how it goes. Until then, you all stay safe. Be awesome. Be, be good to each other. Be radical. And uh, um, yeah, you know, all the, all, the, all, the, all the things. Be a good human being to other human beings, even the ones you don't know. And now you know, as the, as the saying goes, right? And like, like Bill as Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan, be good to each other. With that, we're getting out of here. Ciao, babes. Great story. Compelling and rich. So the Tribe drops its third straight on this trip, 6-1 to one to the Rangers. For the Indians, one run on, let's see, one hit. That's all we got, one goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah.